Hi, this is Dr. John Yim, naturopathic physician, and you're listening to Vital Moments in Naturopathic Medicine. Yours truly. Some of you listeners might have attended one of my presentations or workshops in the past, and you remember that I have a real passion for teaching and sharing my knowledge. Since COVID hit, I've not done a live presentation and just a podcast on our website. I'm looking forward to using this format to present new products, talk about exciting treatments, uh, give you my opinion on studies and research that have been done. And my favorite will be interviews with current naturopaths doing exciting work in our field and mentors, naturopaths uh, who were pioneers in, in, in our field and hoping to glean some gems from them for over their many years of practice. So look forward to those things on, on, on my podcast. Today, and I want to share with you one of my new secret weapons, and that is low-dose naltroxone. Now, some of you may have heard of the drug naloxone and associated with uh, opioid overdosing, right? So somebody overdoses on, on opioids and they stop breathing. If naloxone is administered, we can save some of these patients. Well, naltroxone is in the same family, and uh, it too is an opioid blocker. So it blocks the opioid receptors. In patients that are trying to give up their opioid addiction, if they take naloxone, it fits in the opioid, op- opioid receptors. So when they take an opioid drug, they can't get high. And, and no use in taking that drug if they're on their medication, naltroxone. So how am I using it in my practice? Treating addictions, you're using 50 to 100 to 200 milligrams of the naltroxone. But low-dose naltroxone, I'm talking about 0.5 to 5 milligrams of the naltroxone, and that's why we call it low-dose. Back in 1980, a New York medical doctor, Dr. Bernard Bahari, started using low-dose naltroxone. He found that it could help moderate or modulate the immune system. So he started using low doses of naltroxone to treat autoimmune conditions where the immune system is overactive. And he also used it in patients whose immune systems were weak, such as HIV and cancer patients. So since the 1980s, there have been medical doctors in the U.S. using low-dose naltroxone for many different conditions. So not just a weak and overactive immune system, but pain syndromes, things like fibromyalgia, uh, PTSD, depression. It, it almost seems like a panacea. It's almost too good to be true. But in my own practice, what I use it for is um, for immune conditions. And how it works is that the naltroxone stimulates the increase of endorphins in the body. And the endorphins have an effect, a positive effect, on the immune system. So if the immune system is overactive, it, it has a calming effect. And if it's underactive, immune system is weak, it can bolster and improve immune function. So that's what, what is so exciting about this, because, you know, many medications are used by medical doctors in autoimmunity to suppress the immune system. And the problem is that has some long-term side effects, right? I want to share with you a case to highlight how I used naltroxone. A number of months ago, I had a 17-year-old patient, 
and he'd been diagnosed for both ulcerative colitis and rheumatoid arthritis. Double whammy, terrible condition for any young person. You know, um, imagine, you know, having problems with the bowels and your joints. Not, not nice. Anyway, this patient was brought in by his mother. And at the time, he uh, was already on prednisone, which we know is an anti-inflammatory and does have an effect on, on suppressing the immune system. But uh, the specialist uh, was encouraging the family to consider biologics. The uh, biologics are immune suppressants, much stronger than prednisone. The idea being that if the immune system is overactive, let's suppress the immune system and then the immune system will no longer be attacking the body, right? So in the case of colitis, the immune system is attacking the lining of the colon. And with the rheumatoid arthritis, obviously the immune system is attacking the joints. The challenge is, is that there are long-term consequences for suppressing the immune system. And many of you listeners are well-educated. And you can imagine if you were suppressing somebody's immune system, what do you think some of the long-term consequences could be of that? It doesn't take a rocket scientist to realize that if you suppress somebody's immune system, you're going to leave them more prone to develop infections. Bacterial, viral, fungal infections are going to be way more uh, likely in somebody with a suppressed immune system. And another thing that the immune system does is it recognizes cells that have become cancerous. So if you're suppressing somebody's immune system over the years, what do you think could be the end result of that? <laughs> cancer, that's right. And Now, is it a guarantee that these drugs cause cancer? No, but it increases the risk of that possibility. And for somebody who has a current condition, you're getting short-term relief for possibly long-term pain. And some of my patients are not willing to accept that trade-off. So with this patient, I, I told him, his family, that I never use low-dose naltroxone as a standalone treatment, meaning you come in with this condition, I write your prescription for low-dose naltroxone, and that's it. It doesn't work that way. As naturopathic doctors, we treat the terrain of the body. We want to figure out why the immune system went hyper in the first place and deal with that. Because otherwise, you're just using a, another Band-Aid if you're just using naltroxone by itself. When it comes to things like autoimmunity, we want to look at um, uh, chronic stress. We want to look at the health of the gut lining. If there are things that are inflaming the gut, uh, things like food allergies, low-grade infections in the gut, right? That can lead to a condition called leaky gut. And many of you have heard this term before, right? Leaky gut, the lining of the small intestine becomes um, much more porous or permeable than it should be. And then uh, large proteins, toxins, bacteria, you know, microbes that should be only in the gut can migrate through across that gut lining into the bloodstream. And those toxins and, um, you know, the microbes and the large proteins, uh, they can trigger the immune system to either become more hyper or it can have a suppressive effect depending on the individual. So we treat the gut, right? We take care of low-grade infections. We try to identify, um, you know, allergic foods. Uh, we use an anti-inflammatory diet because, you know, all autoimmune conditions have some degree of inflammation involved. So if we can have people eat an anti-inflammatory diet, 
we're reducing the production of inflammation in the body. So with this patient, after a few months of doing this program, and including the low-dose naltroxone, uh, last month came in for a follow-up visit, no diarrhea since starting the program, his joints are feeling so much better, he's able to you know, do well in his phys ed class and not be in constant pain. So all in all, very successful case. Now, you might say, have you had 100% success using low-dose naltroxone? I will definitely say no. I've used naltroxone successfully for rheumatoid arthritis, inflammatory bowel conditions. Some cases of fibromyalgia pain reduction has been significant. Other people, it hasn't helped at all. So I've used it mostly for um, immune conditions, either to help boost the immune system or to calm the immune system down. Side effects. What are the potential side effects of this medication? The two that I've had reported, and I've seen um, sleep issues. So low-dose naltroxone is taken at night before bed. Some patients report that their sleep has been disturbed, disrupted since starting the naltroxone. So I tell those patients to move taking the, the, the naltroxone, which is done once a day, from before bed to earlier in the day, maybe in the morning. And that way, you know, through the day, the medication is breaking down, and then it's at a lower level at the night when somebody's trying to sleep. The other condition, the side effect that's possible, uh, digestive upset. And uh, oftentimes, the symptoms are transient. So normally, we start at a low dose, something like 0.5 or 1.5, and we're working up to the treatment dose, which is around 4.5. So let's say the patient is fine at the lower dose, but as they're getting to a higher and higher dose, it starts affecting the gut. Then we tell the patients to just cut back to a lower dose and stay on that dose for a longer period of time before trying to increase that dose again. So, you know, considering the alternative medications that people would be taking for autoimmune conditions, low-dose naltroxone is extremely safe. Now, this is not a product that a patient would go to the health food store and say, you know, my naturopath suggested low-dose naltroxone. It is by prescription, and most naturopaths, I shouldn't say most, many naturopaths have prescription authority. You know, they've done the training and they're licensed to uh, write prescriptions. So uh, a naturopath that has the ability to write prescriptions could write a prescription for low-dose naltroxone. And, you know, the the hope with the naltroxone and the working on the terrain of the body is that if we can create balance in the immune system, then in the future, even the low-dose naltroxone is not something that's meant to be taken for the rest of your life. The hope is to regulate the immune system and at some point in the future be able to get off of low-dose naltroxone as well. But because it's so safe, even if a patient has to be on it for years, uh, there's not the worry about suppressing somebody's immune system. So that's why I'm so excited about this, this new secret weapon that I have. It's been a game changer for many of my patients who have immune issues. So I hope you learned something from, from this podcast today. And this is a sample of, of some of the things that we'll be talking about in the future. Stay tuned. Next month, I have our first guest, my colleague, Dr. Carmen Ludebach, and she's going to be talking about mold toxicity. And with us living on Vancouver Island, 
mold is a huge problem, right? You know, you drive around different people's neighborhoods and you can see, you know, discoloration on the side of their homes. Or some people, you know, they can smell musty smells when they go into their basement or crawl space. Some of us see black mold, you know, around the windows and stuff like that. Yeah, we have mold, lots of it around. And some people, if their homes uh, have a high level of mold, it can lead to all kinds of health problems. And Dr. Ludebach has done some special training in um, in testing for and treating mold. So join me next month and uh, hear what Dr. Ludebach has to say about this this topic. So thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I always love talking. So we'll, we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.